Welcome to Rewire Your Attachment Style. This is Maya Diamond. I'm so excited to share the second part in the What is Your Attachment Style series. Today, I'm going to talk about the avoidant attachment style. Before I dive in, I just want to say that all people, no matter what attachment style, are worthy of love, connection, belonging, compassion, the avoidant attachment style in particular may bring up feelings for some folks because many people have been hurt by the distancing strategies of the avoidant. If you have, I encourage you to listen to this with an ear of compassion for the roots of this pattern and an open heart. The more we can understand the way we and others behave, the more we can have compassion and not take it personally. If you are avoidantly attached, first of all, bravo for listening to this and bravo for being aware and becoming more and more aware of your attachment style. That is the first step, step to becoming more secure, identifying your style and working towards greater security is so, so powerful. So great job for just identifying that you have this attachment style. And if you aren't sure what your attachment style is, make sure to listen to part one of this series, this episode, part two, as well as part three and four of this series that is coming soon. Okay, <clears throat> so let's dive in. The avoidantly attached person learned to become self-reliant at a young age because the source of love and safety their primary caregiver was often neglectful and emotionally unavailable. The primary caregiver's neglect caused a sense of shame inside the child. And to avoid that shame, the child disconnects from their needs and feelings and learns to go at alone, it alone. As an adult, the voidant then is independent, self-reliant, and excellent at self-regulating. On the other hand, it's harder for them to co-regulate because they've learned that others are not going to be for, there for them emotionally. This makes it hard for them to depend on others or for others to depend on them. Sometimes, instead of neglect, an avoidance primary caregiver was engulfing. And so they learn from their caregiver that relationships are suffocating and often they feel like they can't be in relationship and have their needs met. This creates an inner conflict with relationships. On the one hand, they want love and connection. On the other hand, love and connection or love and closeness means engulfment or neglect. Avoidantly attached folks want relationships. But for avoidance, relationship and closeness causes stress to the nervous system. This is why often avoidantly attached folks are quite comfortable at the beginning of relationships. But when the relationship becomes closer and more intimate, the avoidantly attached person uses distancing strategies to create space and distance. And this happens unconsciously. 
And so if you're listening and you're avoidant, one thing that's really powerful is to notice those distancing strategies. What are the ways that you distance? One of these distancing strategies could be criticizing their partner or picking their partner apart. For example, hyper-focusing on a partner's weakness. Another distancing strategy might be being disinterested in sex with a partner as a way to decrease the intimacy and the closeness. Often growing up, there was a misattunement or lack of attunement from the primary caregivers, which caused them to shut down their feelings and needs. This is why it is so common that avoid, an avoidant will have a disconnection from their own feelings and needs and will have a hard time being loving towards others' feelings and needs. Avoidance, similar to anxiously attached folks, often have a hard time sharing their feelings, needs, and boundaries in a relationship because their feelings, needs, and boundaries were not respected or attended to growing up. For this reason, the avoidant doesn't feel comfortable or doesn't know how to speak those important truths. It's common that avoidants will have a hard time making a commitment in a relationship because they fear they will lose their freedom or independence once they commit. This causes them to stay in relationships without fully committing, which can be really painful for their partners and for the relationship. The task of the avoidantly attached is to heal the engulfment traumas, the neglect or lack of attunement in childhood, so they can become more secure and so their nervous system can feel safe, trusting others, and giving and receiving love in a committed relationship, so their nervous system can feel safe in that intimacy, in that closeness. If you have an avoidant attachment style, it is possible to become more secure and create a secure relationship. In my work, I've helped many, many avoidantly attached people become more secure and find a healthy, happy relationship that they've been wanting. If you'd like to dive deeper, I highly encourage you to check out my TED Talk, The Surprising Key to a Healthy Relationship That Lasts on YouTube, my TEDx talk. As in that talk, I go deep on the concept of emotional connection and responsiveness, which the avoidant can often have some barriers around. I also highly encourage you to go to empowerlove.us forward slash apply. That's empowerlove.us forward slash apply to sign up for a free love breakthrough session with me or a member of my team to discuss how you can heal this and become more securely attached and find a healthy, happy, loving partnership. So wonderful to touch in with you today regarding this attachment style. And I look forward to seeing you in part three. Thank you so much for listening to Rewire Your Attachment Style. This is Maya Diamond to receive your two free gifts to help you on your journey to lasting love and to start rewiring your attachment style today. Go to empowerlove.us forward slash love.